Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I'm chuckling to myself because I'm thinking the people in my life just have no manners. <laughs> my um, my sister just texted me like really early. I'm like, yeah, it's my it's my deal for like leaving my phone where um, I can hear the text, but. I, I was thinking about yesterday, because um, I'm doing this, like, usually in the middle of the night. I podcast nearly always in the middle of the night. And so sometimes um, when I get back to sleep, I'm, I'm sleeping a little bit later because I've been, I've been up um, in the night. So, <laughs> but yesterday... Um, I got woken up from, this is so funny, I got woken up from Gary V. I love that guy, I gotta tell ya. Um, I, I saw him on Instagram, somebody had, I don't even know if it was one of, like, it was, like, him, somebody else had, had posted one of his, um, snit bits, <laughs> one of his bits, and, I I was really taken back by this guy. He was really funny. He was talking about social media. And he was talking about, like, grandpa, you know, and being all down on social media. And he's like, you know, it's the future. And if you think about it, it is. It is the future. It is the present. I mean, it is, it is kind of where it's at. It's where we're learning about everything jobs, you know, you've got LinkedIn, um, jobs, um, merchandise, uh, services, you know, um, I mean, and in some ways it can be, I mean, it can be used for positivity, um, and really good things. And so, and so why not, you know, try to use something to our advantage and um yesterday oh but let me finish with Gary V so then over the quarantine this guy was um doing lives on all social media platforms for like two hours a day Monday through Friday This is no lie. I mean, this guy was on every day doing these question and answers on um, social media. And I was just very diligent. I think it was Monday through Friday, but maybe it wasn't because there were times where I couldn't, um, because for the same reason of what I was just talking about with the Dean, I'm up a lot in the night doing podcasts. And so I... You know, so sometimes I would miss his lives because they were at six in the morning. <laughs> Pardon me. They were at six in the morning, my time. Because his time would be, I don't know, I think he's East Coast. So like what, six, seven, eight, nine. So it's nine there um, or eight there. And it's six my time. So I got to tell you, I, I, this guy is like a walking a walking um, 
beacon of positivity. It's all I ever hear is, is the positive. He turns everything to the positive. You know, I've, I've done some on YouTubes on him because I, like he said, he always says, what's good? What's good? I love that. What's good? Like he doesn't even like leave the possibility for something negative. You know, it was like, I just, I absolutely love that guy. I, I just, um, I, I really think a lot of him, he's a, he's a good man. I, I just have to say that. Uh, I think he has a good message. And sometimes I, I um, tell my clients to look him up because I, I think he, especially my young entrepreneurs, because I work with, with very young people. And I, and I um, you know, 16-year-old boys in particular and I tell him to look up Gary Vee because I think he's a really good role model for young people um because I I want young people to grow up differently than I did you know it's like Gary Vee never talks about deficits he's always talking about doing what you love you know and so I just I, I admire that about him and it's like I don't want our young people to grow up the way I did you know, I can only speak for myself, but I think that I, I also, um, I'm just going to speak for myself, uh, you know, in my views about working hard, you know, and, um, and I don't, I don't hear him say necessarily working hard. I think what he would say would be do what you love and then it's easy. Because you are going to be working a lot. You know what I mean? Like work easy. Because when you're doing what you love, it's not hard work. It's not It's not as hard of work as you're thinking. But it just takes a lot of hours. And, and like the word I say, effort. I, effort. So anyway... Sorry about my yawning, but my sister, my sister woke me up this morning. He woke up. Oh, but let me finish with Gary Pekin. I'm sorry. I think that it is. I thought it was so interesting yesterday. Sometimes, he's all. He's the only text that I get from a person. In extended periods of time. Is Gary V. Like, I, there are times where I don't get a text from a person in an entire day, like, from a person. Like, I get advertisements, but there are times where I don't get a text from anyone in a day. And I was thinking just how bizarre it is that, um, that I, I get a text from somebody that, that I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know the guy. So anyway, um, so I, 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 my sister texted me and she's on her way into town. She's, um, my niece, one of my nieces is going to be going, going to school this year too, as well as my son. They're both going to be starting school, um, at ASU and I'm extremely excited for them. Um, 
And my sister is driving my niece out from the East Coast. So <laughs> should be a very interesting drive for them. Oh, my God. But when I was woken up by that, that damn dinging sound, <laughs> sound <laughs> I got to thinking about my life. I got to thinking about that I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I am, I am, I, I, I have to preface it a little bit with that I, that I, for years, I remember I used to take my, my children to San Diego for, for um, spring break every year. We would go to San Diego um, I would rent a place. Um, one time it was a hotel. The second time it was a beach house. Oh my God, that was so fun. The third time it was a beach house. And I have a really interesting story about that. It was, it was a, something happened that was so interesting. Um, and I actually haven't been back to San Diego since this event. Um, but uh, every time we would drive and then then on the way back, I would, there's a certain point where I would start to just cry, like almost hysterically. I would just start to cry. I would, I would just, um, because I wanted to be somewhere else. I didn't want to be there anymore where I was living. I live in a really beautiful place, but it it just has seemed to be a place where um I don't know, it it, it just it hasn't been exceedingly nurturing to me here. Um uh, and the job opportunities are not that great and um it, it it's just been hard. It's the only way I know how to describe it. It's just it there have been elements to it that have been really hard for me. And and also just sort of leaving me in poverty. And I know that the part of that is my beliefs and my choices. Uh I was thinking over the years that I really I made choices for my children. Because when they were really young, I didn't want to put them in childcare, um, and I, I just, I wanted to pick them up from school, and I wanted to participate in their life as much as I could. So, so I made, I made choices, and these choices often led led us to not having a lot of money, but somehow I was able to make it work. It's just kind of crazy, but. Um, so, um, so, so now I have this opportunity and, and, you know, I, I've been talking about this for a while and my youngest son is graduating and I'm, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, and I'm there. It's like I, I spent the weekend, I'm solidifying my ideas on it and I'm there. I'm just there. I know I'm there. I know where I'm going. I have an address to go live 
Um, I, I really liked the staff that I would be working with. They were really, they were pretty young and, and just seemed very, um, optimistic. I liked both of the staffs just saying, but I'm really excited. I don't know which job exactly. I mean, if I were offered, I'm, I feel like I'm almost inclined to taking the supervisory position. Um, but I don't know if I would be offered that one. So I would take the other and I'm, I'm looking around my place and I'm, you know, what am I going to take whatever fits in my car and I'm thinking about my plants and, um, and I'm not telling anyone, my children maybe, but nobody else. I'm not telling anyone that I'm leaving besides my, you know, I will tell my employer, but I'm not selling my place. I'm going to, um, I had every intention of buying this place for my son, my oldest son. I don't know. I don't know exactly, you know, but I really wanted this place for him. It's like a hub. He's, he's, you know, neurodivergent. I really love that word. My son is neurodivergent. He, he thinks a little bit differently. And, um, he is, um, he's diagnosed autistic, but he, you know, they would say that he's on the higher end of, of the autism spectrum. And he's, he's just this amazing person that um, this community has really embraced. I mean, people stop me all the time and tell me how much they love him. You know, he walks around everywhere and he, and he tells, he, he tells people that, um, I mean, people say that they smile when he, when he, um, because he just makes them happy. Just seeing him just makes them happy. And I think that's really, really, really sweet. <laughs> but anyway, um, so for about the, the last three years, I, I have been, um, I have been having the thought to move, but I was waiting. I was waiting. I just really didn't want to leave my youngest child. I just didn't, um, I wanted to participate in his life. And it's so interesting because I was, I was following him all over the county with his soccer cause, because he would play like on, on teams and they would be playing in, you know, the towns that are all around us, like be playing in Phoenix and Northern, you know, just all over Arizona. And so I was able to go to soccer games um, in these other places, partly because I worked there. You know, I've been working in this county, all over this county, for 20 years. 21 years. Um, and so, and so, he, um, and what's been happening for me recently is when I've been driving, I've been kind of forced to drive by these fields. And I've been like almost starting to cry every single time. <laughs> I'm really going to miss his soccer. I really, really enjoyed watching him play. Um, 
you know, and then they, you know, this idea that they say that, that your brain doesn't know the difference, you know, when you're watching these sports, part of the reason why we're so like into sports is because we're getting the same chemicals as, as if we were actually doing the sport. And so in our brains, I mean, theoretically, uh, <laughs> it sure would be nice if, if, if our body did, wouldn't it? Like, you know, if we could watch a sport and then our body would be lean and, you know, all, all athletic. <laughs> but I don't, that's not the case. It doesn't, I don't know that it really changes our body, but it certainly changes the chemistry of our brains. So, like, I was really getting a lot of payoff from watching him play. Um, but just, you know, I mean, the car ride's over and us talking and I, I kind of coached him, you know, I don't know if he realizes how much I did, you know, to kind of say, okay, how are you going into this game and what are your thoughts and, um, trying to get him to, let's just see how this goes. Let's just, I'm just going to do my best. Going to play my best soccer and let's just see how this goes. Um, he just excelled. He just, you know, I was thinking about like watching him play this last year was truly one of the greatest joys of my life. He, um, he had just, he just like lit up. I don't know how to describe it, but he just lived into this um this leader so much so that the cat that the that the um the coach made him a captain because he could sense it and the players he was just I, I, I just don't even know how to describe it. He and he they were following him and he had this whole routine that he would do in the locker room and they they were set to win the state. <clears throat> they were defeated in the, um, not the championship, but the semi-championship game where we just couldn't score. We just, I think maybe the nerves got the best of some of the players. Uh, some of the players were not on their best. Um, and we went out there, we got beat by a team that I don't believe was a better team. I think we were a better team. And we we just we were just all crying i mean all of us like the parents the players i mean it was it was really sad but i mean they just excelled they just they were so beautiful such a beautiful team um anyway <laughs> off on my tangents um but he we're moving into it, him into his dorm next week and um and then, you know, and I will be, I'm, I'm guessing that I may be getting an offer sometime this week from this company, and then I'm going to resign, and I'm going to give them, you know, a month, and then I'm, I'm gone. Um, I figure that there's no point in me sharing this with, like, my family, because I already know what they would say. It's like, you know, don't do it. Don't do it. It's like, don't follow your heart. Don't follow your inner guidance. Don't, you know, don't believe 
you know, it's it's a big mistake. Just stay put. <laughs> and so and so one thing that is really lovely about all of this is FaceTime. You know, I've got I've got a FaceTime. I can see my children. Um, trying to figure out how to get a FaceTime for my oldest son, though, because he has a flip phone. <laughs> his dad um, pays for his phone. Like, I, I keep a roof over his head, and his dad's contribution is a flip phone. I just think that's interesting. One of the reasons why his dad and I did not last very long. Um, but, but um, so... I wanted to talk just just like a minute about this and the creation um, because it, 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 it just has been like the weirdest journey to to for years have had the desire and then for the last three years it's, it got even harder it was sort of on um, full throttle like hardness here because I really did find out that I I I really had no community here. I didn't I did not have a community here. I did not have a support system. Um I I was just in essence alone and and when when the when it got really hard for me, I did not have even one person ask me if I was okay. Not one person asked me if I was okay here. Are you okay? Not one person. They talked about me behind my back. Uh, and and went and went, you know, to to, you know, actually one of my husbands, former husbands, you know, were kind of worried about her, you know, but they didn't they didn't talk to me. And, uh, and I don't know, it just was like, it was really interesting. Like, I just, there was no one here, like, that, um, honestly, I, with the exception of my Kathy, who, who wasn't even from here, and she ended up moving, uh, she moved, um, she moved, like, two hours away, so, which is kind of a ways, um, and I haven't gone to visit her in her place, and she's been there for a while now. Um, but anyway, so it so you know actually now that I'm actually like really thinking about it, like how much true energy this was sort of a pot that was boiling on the back burner because it has not been my focus. My focus has been on other things. It has not been on this. And then this was the thing that sort of came to fruition. So it's almost as if the more that we actually focus on something, this is kind of weird, huh? The more that we actually focus on it, and it may be accidentally focusing on the absence of it, the the less likely and the longer it takes for it to come into our life. But 
it is, there is a challenge in this that I have to point out. And that is that we are asking ourselves and people to believe in things that are not seen. And so in my case, you know, I, 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 there are times where I am like living in, like in my brain, I'm, I'm like in this imagination for long periods of time and having like these synchronicities that I was talking about in podcast recently. And I had, I had a couple of really weird things happen yesterday that I, I, I'm going to point out right now. Um, because these are the things that happen in my life that are so bizarre. So I, I really wanted popcorn. <laughs> well, I'm actually really low on groceries right now. And, and right now I am in this, um, in this, this, because I, my teeth, I, I'm getting my teeth, um, like worked on. And so, and I'm paying cash for it. So I'm, and then I, I like paid for this other thing. And, and so a lot of my, my money is being directed in certain areas. And so I'm, I'm like, I go through these times where I'm just really like in saving mode. I'm in reserve mode. And so I don't want to spend a whole, whole lot of money on things. But so I'm really low on groceries. But yesterday I, I was... Oh, God, I hate to admit, but I was into another series. I was watching a series, um, and um, and I'm just admitting it. I was watching, not TV, but I was watching um, a series. And um, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I really, really, really want popcorn. I just, I, I want popcorn. Like I, And I was sitting there, but I didn't want to make it. <laughs> I didn't want to get up and make it. I don't know why. I just felt lazy. And so I was just like, I don't want to get up and make it, but I really want some popcorn. And so, um, and then I was like imagining, you know, like, I was imagining, okay, is somebody going to bring me popcorn today? Like, I was like sitting there and I'm like imagining um, all these scenarios with popcorn. And then damned if... (laughs) Damned if on the mini series, she's not, there's not microwave popcorn and she's looking in the microwave and then she's pouring, it's in a bowl and they're eating it, watching like a movie or something. It was so bizarre. Like I was just thinking about popcorn. I mean, it's really kind of random, isn't it? And then all of a sudden in the series, um, um, she's eating the, the, she's making and eating the popcorn. It's so bizarre. But then that was bizarre. But then later, cause I may have watched quite a few episodes. <laughs> I'm outing myself here. Um, I, I was sitting there and I'm flossing my teeth. Okay. I'm flossing my teeth and damned if, if she's not flossing her teeth in the show. 
I'm like, what the hell's going on right now? This is so bizarre. It's like, sometimes I have to like write stuff down. I have to, I have to write stuff down in like my journal because I, I, I'm like, I just can't, I can't even, I just can't even come up with this stuff. It's just so crazy. Um, but I was sharing with y'all about how, how I had these like two weird synchronicities on my way home about this certain thing. But I, I have to put in like this other thing about it. So the first one was I saw this like front license plate that said with God, all things are possible. Okay, so at first I see that and I just start, I'm like in my car, I just start to cry. It just like immediately start to cry when I see that. It just, so I'm already like in this heightened state and then, and then I'm driving and I, I stop to let this person in. There's a bus. Okay, so there's a bus and it has the stop sign out. So there's this whole line of cars. And I stop to let this person in. Like let this person go in front of me. And that was the license plate that had the 555 on it, which is a significant number for me. If I had not let him in, if I had not been a good citizen (laughs) and let that guy in, I would have never seen it. I was talking to, to someone recently about this, that I had this impression that that beings on the other side that I cannot see are when I see these things when I see these little nuggets that they send me they they're kind of cheering and they're happy it makes them happy that I'm seeing these messages these synchronicities you know, and it's a whole different way of like thinking about it. Because I mean, it, it seems logical that we are being guided. So we are being guided to to that thing that we desire. You know, some people try to call it our highest good. I don't know. But like we are being guided. And so it sort of makes sense that the whatever is guiding us is 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 um is happy when we see the signs <laughs> anyway it made her happy to hear that but that was an impression that i had gotten recently um and so and so i about this job i had i had woken up I spent the weekend because I'm, I'm, this person in my life is getting married and I, I had gone to a party. So I had gone to this party, um, for her engagement and I've been hanging out with her grandmother 
I go over to her grandmother's house like on Friday nights and we would drink wine and we would just have fun and talk and da 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 I mean I really enjoyed her company. And um so I go to the engagement party and she has offered me a room in her house. I can rent a room from her. And I just decided, you know, okay, I'm just gonna look and see what's there. So I I go online and look up jobs in my area, in that area. And the next day, they called me and set up three interviews. Not one, not two, but three interviews. One of them, they graciously put into one interview. I really appreciated that. But, and then... They've already asked me for um, the next day after the interviews, they asked me for information. So I've already sent them, I'm signed to get a criminal background check and, um, and my, two perf- my two supervisory references that I've already called those people and asked them if they would be a supervisory reference. I've already done that. So... Um, so I'm, I'm just so incredibly excited (laughs) about this job, (laughs) you know, and, and I don't have to take anything because she already has furniture. It's already a furnished room. I'm like, could this be more ideal? I mean, could this have turned out any better? (laughs) No. I'm really excited. I am. I'm really excited about this. Um, And I just really plan to go and hit the ground running in this certain way of, of just being in this space, I mean, I can just feel it. I can just, I can actually feel this space that I am going to be going into. Like, as far as, like, this headspace, this, I guess, version of myself. Um, I think that we get stagnant when we are in environments for long periods of time of just falling back into, into patterns. And I, and I'm like really excited to go and to not fall back into that. Um, and so I'm really excited. (laughs) Yesterday, I, um, I actually started it. I am embarking on a journey of my writing that I plan to have done by the end of the year. And it's going to be a, um, a, like, should I be talking about my plans? <laughs> there are some schools of thought that say that we should never be talking about our plans ever, you know, but then like, it's like, don't we talk our plans into existence? I mean, don't we? 
don't we talk our plants into existence? We just like sort of talk about it. Like it's already happened. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this like it's already happened. So I have written a book. I've written a book that is a, that is a, um, it is monologues on the nature of reality. And it is going through my podcast, my YouTubes on subjects that have interested me in a philosophical idea for the last three years. And, and it's going to be going into this book. Um, I, the, the cover of the book is, um, I'm trying to find the right picture of myself. I, I haven't really found that picture yet. I mean, my sister is in town and my sister is a professional photographer. <laughs> so maybe I'll have her try to take some pictures of me because I need some, I need some pictures for, for just, you know, um, but I need one for my cover and, um, and I, you know, and I, and I go into a little bit of details. What I did yesterday was I wrote the introduction and I have to add a little bit more to it. I realized I need to add something else to it. Um, and um, you know, it's like I, I feel like I, 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 I ha- always have this argument in my head, you know, like, why blonde hair girl? Why, why have I taken on this, this, I don't know, this, and, and I have to say it was completely inspired. It was inspired. I didn't come up with it. It was an idea that, that came to me and, and, and I, and I cannot, I, I really do not want to, um, to give it up because it, it, it just, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it is, I, it, it is, God, you know, I just, so being a blonde haired girl throughout my life has been a very interesting experience. And, and I can say on the outset of talking about this, that I, that I, may have created this by my belief about it. But I, I have been perceived a certain way my whole life based on my hair color. And I guess my skin color too. I mean, my hair is naturally blonde. Um, it, it has more gray in it now, <laughs> much to my... <laughs> sure grin but um but I um I put this um I don't color it but I put this um this uh this coloring type of um conditioner in it that I absolutely love it so it's sort of like a a conditioning treatment that has sort of like a henna 
in a way. So I put this henna on it to try to add color to it so that it's not gray. And I typically only put that on the gray spots because my whole head is of hair is not gray, just some of it. Um, and so, but growing up, you know, it's, and I was perceived as weak. I was, I was perceived as weak, and I'm sorry for the word, but weak and dumb. I've been perceived as not very intelligent my whole life based on my hair color. So by not saying anything, not one word out of my mouth, the perception is that I'm not very smart. Now, and, and I have all this dialogue going on in my head, even as I say this, you know, as, you know, like this privileged white girl, you know, the blondes have more fun, this like idea that somehow, how, you know, I had this other thing going for me that I was, I was, you know, when I was, when I was young, I was, I was pretty, I was a very very nice looking young person. I don't know that I'm as pretty as I was when I was younger. I mean, although, I mean, I, I like to present myself in a certain way. Um, but, but, <laughs> but I, I have to say it, it's like, so I have to trade that off. I have to trade looking weak and, and dumb for being pretty is is it a trade i mean can't i be pretty strong and intelligent as a blonde person can't i i mean why does it have to be a trade off um so and i have often in my life been like called the blonde lady or the blonde girl that you know the blonde one you know what i mean like it had been a defining feature for me my whole life. And so there had been something that had happened um, that was a, a really a profound moment um, years ago. And, and I would have these images in my head and I, I always wished that I was a really good artist. I wasn't I'm not a very good artist. I'm just going to admit that. Um, I guess I could practice my skills, but um, I... Anyway, this thing had happened, and I was wanting to put a picture to it, and it was at that time that this idea of the blonde-haired girl and my writing be under that name. So sort of marrying, like, it's... It's like, I don't, I'm not even like, I don't even know what, what you would call it. Um, but it was at that time that I thought of the blonde haired girl. And I have, I have this, um, my son ended up, I told my son, I had done this little picture of my son started doing some drawings for me. Um, but I didn't know how to accurately depict it in a drawing, like, where people would understand what I was talking about, um, even with him. But he had, and I still have it, and 
blonde haired girl is is on that. So it was sort of like that was like the beginning of blonde haired girl. Which like makes me wonder maybe I should have that for the title the the cover of my book. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> I know that lots of people would be happy because it doesn't show my face. Because I have to tell you, I had gotten a lot of criticism about, like, not a lot, but like I had gotten criticism from people in my life about putting myself on the covers of my book. Like, nobody knows who you are. And I'm like, okay, honestly, does it make sense to have a cover for a girl, blonde hair girl, without me on the cover? I mean, does it make sense if it's a book about me <laughs> or my experience or my, this would be a book about my writing, but I just thought it bizarre that, 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 that these people in my life would, would actually like say that, you know, like, why would you have yourself on the cover of your book? Well, blonde haired girl, huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just think it's funny. Um, maybe I shouldn't have myself on the cover of my book. I don't know. Seeing as my my book has all but sat on a shelf for the last three years, two years. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm really excited about this writing. I'm I'm um. I'm I'm on my quest. Um, I'm trying to like give myself like these milestones, um, like like maybe like try to do a chapter, you know, not a chapter but an idea. Um, I don't know. I I gotta give myself maybe more than one day, but I don't want to give myself a week. I don't want to do a week because I think that's too long, but maybe three days to do a chapter and splitting these chapters up into into you know subjects um and I'm really excited about it um I really I enjoy like like trying to like find the best way to word something really enjoy that like um like trying to construct a sentence that's like, you know, like, I don't know. I'm like trying to like bring a thought to life, you know? I, and I get these ideas, you know, I was, um, I was thinking, you know, I think about these ideas. Ideas come to me all the time. Like, like, um, like, you know, like there's this like verse, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, I was thinking, I align with source. It's like, sort of like this, this like, you know, I align with source instead of, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Yeah, and then like I was thinking about I was thinking about my last, you know, this idea of worthiness and it was like I trust in the goodness of God. And then yesterday I was thinking about this this phrase like 
I trust in the promises of God. Because either I trust that God is going to to bring to fruition my desires or I don't. And and God it's like I'm saying, don't do it, don't do it, Jamie, don't do it, but I'm going to do it. Um, I'm just going to say that there are times, even still, that I feel withheld from. That I actually feel withheld from. You know, this has been a theme for me over many years. That there were times where I feel, I feel withheld from. <clears throat> I feel like I have a lot of times in my life I've had to settle for things. <clears throat> you know, and then now, now I would theoretically like to say that I, that I, um, that it that is based on my belief, not on on God. It's based on my belief about it, but, um, you know, just like, like coming to terms with like guy in particular, um, you know, I have to say that caring about him is one of the greatest joys of my life as well <laughs> just caring about him just like thinking about him just it brings so much joy into my life that just the, the theoretical him and so in my attempts to like to like not think about him which has actually gotten better over the last three days, the last few days, I've, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot better about everything, but, <clears throat> but I, I realize that, dim, that my joy is diminished by not thinking about him, about caring about him, about sending good energy to him about I just enjoy it um, and so and so but what ends up happening for me is that I start to like I start to like see the absence of him and then in seeing the absence of him it, it's, it's that is not a very good feeling and so, and I guess, I guess in some ways in seeing the absence of him, I'm pushing that experience away from me. I'm, I'm not doing this like on purpose, but you know, by now you would think that I would understand what I'm doing. <clears throat> you know, so it's like, so, <laughs> so do I believe Do I believe in this possibility?
But so when I get into these, these modes, which I do and I have periodically, I get into these modes where I'm really feeling the absence of this person. Um, I, I, I have to sort of distance myself from it and sort of put that on the back burner and, and not focus on it. So, um, but there has been this element of feeling withheld from that, that I am, that, that blessing my life with the physicality of this person, you know, actually having this person in my physical reality, there are times where I feel like I'm being withheld that experience. And, and, and it's, it's, it really doesn't feel good. <clears throat> and so this is like the human side of me, <laughs> the very human side of me, not the superhuman side of me. This is the, um, the human side of me. So, um, anyway, but the theme of this podcast is I'm there. I am so there. I'm there. So I will be moving. I will be getting into my car with as much stuff as I can stuff into my car. I think it's going to be a two day trip. I'm going to have to find a, a point where I'm going to be spending the night somewhere. I don't know where. Getting a hotel room and then embarking the next day and um, two-day trip to my destiny. <laughs> anyway, I'm so there. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap. <laughs>